Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Wonder Women Wind Down podcast. This is your host, Michelle. And today I am joined by the beautiful KB, my amazing sister friend who I mentioned actually in my first podcast um, when I made the comment that if you don't have a KB in your life, you better get you one. This beautiful woman has been a mentor to me, a friend, a sister, and has just become another part of my family. I'm so excited to have you here, KB. And um, so why don't you hop in and tell the listeners a little bit about you? Wow. Well, first, Michelle, I just want to say thank you so much. I'm honored to uh, be on your podcast. And, you you know, of course, I have to just uh, let you know how proud I am that you finally gave birth to this baby, that you just went ahead and did it. I know that you would be awesome at it. And I have been, uh, I enjoy both shows that I've listened to so far. So it's really an honor and a pleasure to be here. I appreciate the support. Absolutely. Well, you know, today when I invited KB again, KB and I have the most organic conversations with one another. We sit, we can start talking about traffic and it'll turn into almost a praise session. Yes, yeah. (laughs) A praise (laughs) party. That's just how we do. And, you know, I was telling her that what had been on on my mind, especially over the past week or two, has been that it's bigger than you. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and so, you know, as you're listening, you're probably thinking what's bigger than you. And at the end of the day, it is, is very subjective. Yeah. Meaning that it just, that it could be whatever it is that you're dealing with or that, or a situation that's in your life. Yeah. Yeah. And what really got me thinking about it was about a week ago in in church, we had a sermon and it was in the pastor talked about, he posed a question. Mm -hmm. He said, has anything ever happened to you but then later you realize it really wasn't about you yeah and I was like man that's good I sat there and I started thinking that my mom and I looked at one another I started reflecting on so many situations yeah you can like I started reflecting on again guys I've been very transparent that you know I'm a divorcee and um I started reflecting on my marriage and things that may have happened to me or during the relationship that I made about me, yes. but it really wasn't about yeah, me. Yeah. I started thinking about a relationship that I was involved in after my divorce and how a lot of things that transpire, I start thinking, what did I do? Mm-hmm. Wasn't mm-hmm. me? So it just got me really, really thinking about a lot of things. Yeah. When when you, if, if that question is posed to you, what are your thoughts on that? Well, you know, when you first mentioned it to me, I, I tried to think about the whole question, right? And immediately I went towards some of the same things you're talking about, Mm -hmm. about those relationships, right? Mm -hmm. Because when we feel like uh, something has been done to us, right? Mm -hmm. It's personal, it hurts Mm -hmm. us um, at our core. And I also took a minute to just think about the thing that you said when you talked about it being bigger than you or, or bigger than me, if we're internalizing it, and it made me think about a lot of other things. It made me think about uh, the positive things mm-hmm. that happened to us. It made me think about mm-hmm. um, our purpose mm-hmm. and the things that we we do here and how everyone's uh, contributions, sometimes even though they're, they may seem small, mm-hmm. are all a part of this bigger picture, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. there's so many different ways, you know, you can go with this particular thing again. My natural thing was what so-and-so did and yeah. how I felt about it, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, so I just think that, um, girl, we could get deep yeah. you know, with that conversation or a lot of different places with it. But it was it was intriguing and it made me um, 
start to think about some of the same things that you did about mm-hmm. things that I had uh, made about me mm-hmm. and they were uh, really about the person that did those, so to speak, right? Absolutely. Much more about those things. Yeah. But I also thought about the things that I've done. Yeah. yeah. Two people. Yeah. And when yeah. you when you balance that out, um, honestly, just thought really made me uh, feel peace. Mm-hmm. Right? Like mm-hmm. things weren't so personal mm-hmm. as I thought they were. Yeah. And even if it was personal, what do those things mean to my relationships now, yeah, right? Yeah. Because we've done things to people mm-hmm. that we love so much yeah. that have hurt them. And, but it, and it wasn't intentional. There you go, mm-hmm. right? Because it was about what's inside of us right now, what was going on with us. And so I have just been asking myself in the last 24 to 48 hours since we've been talking about this, like, are there folks that I need to just like forgive and, yeah. and realize that it had nothing to do with who I was in their life or how yeah. much they loved or cared for me? Mm-hmm. But it was the issues that they were having. So yeah, yeah. It, it's caused me to think a lot. All right. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And and I think like if I were just to wrap it up and put it in a like put a bow on it, okay. That is exactly what the, the point of the message. It was the, the minister was saying that. It may have appeared in that moment. You took it personal. You you took it to heart. You made it all about you. You may have even questioned yourself like, what did I do? How could this happen to me? But at the end of the day, the things that happen to us and, and around us, a lot of times is about, to your point, what's inside of that person that may have done those things. And sometimes it's not even a person. Sometimes it's an experience. Um, I was t- I shared something on social media maybe about a year ago where, um, be- you know, again, because I'm divorced, a lot of times there's a lot of negative perceptions that come with divorce. So I was at the car dealership shopping for a car and got the nicest sales young lady. I was just window shopping mm-hmm. before I got my, before my, the lease was up on my other car. So I was just window shopping and we're talking, we would go for a test drive. So we started talking and there was this really quietness, but a, a sense of pain that was across this young lady. Hmm. And when, so I can't remember the nature of the conversation, but she started opening up on this like 20 minute test drive about how she was recently divorced. She was recently divorced and how she didn't know what her life was about to look like after that. What would people say about her? What how was she going to pay her bills? So she had all these questions. And so, of course, like my first podcast talked about fear crept in, right? Mm-hmm. Fear kept telling her, I can't do this. Should I have stayed? Should all these different things? So I just let her go, let her talk. And I said to her, guess what? You're looking at a divorcee and I can promise you, you're going to be okay. And she's like, really? You are you serious? And I was like, what were you going to say? Cause it was almost like she was going to say, you don't look like it. It was almost like right, she was right. going to say that. Cause I was going to say, what does a divorce say look like? Right? right. Right. And so I just started, you know, maybe someone say ministering to her, but I just started being me and just start talking to her. Mm-hmm. And I was like, listen, this is an, everything that you're going through is natural that, you know, you're going to feel this way. You're going to experience these things. But at the end of the day, you got to pray, you got to prepare and you got to execute a plan. And I was like, and we got to remember when we're married in any relationship as women, we love so hard mm-hmm. and we give our all. And I said, it's just will be a great time for you to find you again, some things that you like. So I just started telling her all of these positive things. Fast forward, we became friends. 
So like we connected afterwards. We've met at Starbucks a few times for, for my iced tea, her coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, she came to friends and family day at church, like, because she was, she had kind of strayed away. She said she strayed away from her faith mm-hmm. because she just felt like, is this really, you know, like if there's a God, why am I getting a divorce? And so that's a whole nother conversation. Mm-hmm. But just the fact that when I invited her to come to church and just to start believing, putting her faith, don't like putting her faith back in the Lord and what he would do for her. Like, it just really seemed like it changed some things around. And she sent me the most beautiful note. Um, I want to say maybe six months ago, she sent me a text message and we hadn't talked in a while. So like I said, she came to friends and family day and she just talked about how great things were going and how she's starting to see her savings increase as she recently moved and that she she went back to teaching because she was working at the dealership and so because she thought she'd make more money and it was just the most beautiful text message and what it again reminded me of was that what I had experienced and went through wasn't just for me or about me but it, it was also used to uplift someone else and show them what's possible you know, and so it really, this topic really does make you think about all those things. And you're right. It start making, it'll make you think like, Hmm, have I done some things? Have I said some things? Sure. I have, right. cause I'm yeah. human. Right. right. And it, and I didn't intentionally do it, but at the end of the day, it just started making me think about one. And as you guys are listening, like we're sharing these stories, but just take a minute and think about you. And if you said or done something to someone that maybe you didn't intentionally mean to hurt them, or if someone has done it to you and you took it oh so personal, right? And then as women, we beat ourselves up, right? Right? Yeah, yeah. We're not beautiful enough. We're not, yes. it, it's always, we're not enough. Yes. Guess yes. what? You are enough. More than you're enough. You're more than more enough. More than enough, You know? Right. So if you're experiencing that or have experienced those feelings, let it go. Let it go. Know that you are more than enough. And that some of the things that we're going through that you've gone through may have happened to you but wasn't necessarily about you, you know? Um, I also think about some family, you know, like some familial situations where, yeah, yeah. Um, which kind of leads me into, I like to do word association. Okay. okay. So we're going to do a little word association okay. and one word that I want to pose to you. So KB, who I'm um, talking about herself is probably like pulling teeth. So we don't pull <laughs> a little teeth. Okay. okay. Um, so with word association, I'll say a word. Okay. Can you tell me what, that you know what what comes to mind when you hear that word and okay. I'll do the same. Okay. Okay. All right. So I want to start with motherhood. <laughs> and I'm sure there's a lot of mothers out here listening. And again, just in the middle of this podcast to all the mothers and everybody listening, I just want to thank you for tuning in. And again, I hope that we are saying something that sparks some thoughts, some, some, you know, that helps you reflect on some things and that, you know, that you just enjoying winding down, winding down with us right now. So they gave you a little bit of time, KB motherhood, yeah. bam, go. <laughs> wow. Okay. If it's, if it's one word, the th- I guess the thing that I would just say is a uh, blessing. Mm. If, if that's what I could think about, I, uh, I am so grateful Mm-hmm. that uh, God has given me my daughter mm-hmm. and, and it's on loan because mm-hmm. she belongs to him, right? Yeah, She's not yeah. mine. But that he has allowed me to guide and nurture his angel. Mm-hmm. You know, there are a lot of folks out there who want to be mothers, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. uh, I take this role very, very seriously. Mm-hmm. But um, the blessing is for motherhood for me 
it started off just being what I could pour into her mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. feeling so good about being able to help someone grow, being yeah. able to see the beautiful things in her. Yeah. But as she's gotten older, my daughter is 22 right mm-hmm. now. As she has gotten older, I realized how much I learned from her and how yeah. blessed I am for her presence. So it is a relationship like no other, yeah. you know, right? Wow. And uh, it's just giving me goose pimples and yeah. making me smile thinking yeah. about it because uh, she's my rock. She yeah. is something special. And it is probably the most... Next to my relationship with God, it is mm-hmm. the most re- rewarding relationship that I have in my life. I, nothing would beat it. Nothing wow. would beat it ever. So yeah, I would say that's, blessing. That's beautiful. Yeah, like, blessing. and it, it's beautiful. And I brought that up because as we talk about the topic of it being bigger than you, yeah, yeah. that's motherhood is a perfect mm-hmm. example mm-hmm. of yeah. a role that we as women have. Some of us as women have. Mm-hmm that's bigger than you, yeah. right? Because everything that you do, everything that you are, everything that you display, right? The good, bad, or indifferent in front of your daughter yes. or your kids, whatever. Yes. It's it's a reflection of you being a mother and it's bigger than you. So yeah. what you do, it's bigger than you. So when I hear that word, man, you talk about goosies and, and even tears. Um, influential. Okay. Influential. And that, that has been, again, very um, personal right now because, you know, we have some unique dynamics going on in our family right mm-hmm. now where it's taken a village to help with upbringing some of our little ones, yeah, right? Yeah. So they're getting some motherly love from not just their own mother, but from the other women in our family. Yeah, because motherhood just doesn't come from giving birth, By birth. to somebody, exactly. right? Like that. Exactly. that is... A misconception, right? You know, I got a lot of mothers, Yeah, right? Yeah. A lot of mothers who have blessed my life. And thank God for them, you know, because that that old saying, it takes a village is a real thing. Mm -hmm. And so, but what comes with that is the word influential because to the things I was just saying, as a mother, whether you're raising a daughter or a son, everything you do in front of them or that maybe you don't think they see, it is ultimately they soak it in like a sponge Mm -hmm. if you loving on them you're going to help them become a loving affectionate person and these are my beliefs about motherhood and your influence Mm -hmm. if you talk to them with respect you'll get it back if you um on the flip side if you are just hardcore and you don't show them love you can say you love them Mm -hmm. but if they don't feel your love you're grooming a child to grow up with some of those same things. Mm-hmm. It's a possibility, but when God steps in, you know, anything can happen. But I just feel that motherhood is one of the most influential roles. Mm-hmm. A lot of times when you talk to people, especially that grew up with their mothers, and you know, some people didn't mm-hmm. grow up with their their biological mothers, right, but a right. mother and you know, someone mothering in their lives, you often hear people say, My mom said this, or my mom did this, or my mom taught me that. Almost like with boys sometimes, it's like, well, my dad and I used to do, you know, it's just such an influential role. Um, And then the other piece of that is with my mother. Like, I won't even get too deep because I'd be up in here crying with with, with my mama. But like strength, like my mother has strength and and the things that she's taught me as a mom, Mm -hmm. the thing, the way she's, you know, helped me to communicate over the years. My mother poured into me everything I could do and nothing that I couldn't do. My I can'ts were my own limitations. Yeah. She would always tell me, you've been saying I can't. 
since you were a little girl and I was always there to turn it around for you remind you, yes, you can. So she has always been a very positive influence in my life. You know, when you say that too, it makes me also thinking of another word, I think about prayer. Mm -hmm. Because when you talk about these things and the impact that we have on our children's lives, and you know, if you're talking about motherhood, you could extend it to the whole family, mm -hmm. right? Because the mother brings the weather in mm -hmm. the household. Absolutely. But it is, we have to do this motherhood thing uh, with prayer mm -hmm. because all of us are broken in mm -hmm. some way, form, mm -hmm. or fashion, right? Absolutely. You know what I mean? There's Absolutely. always a crack in the mirror, yeah. right? Yeah. And so motherhood is something that you do on a stage and the spotlight never goes off. Mm -hmm. You don't ever get a chance. You can't just go broke, be broken in this corner. Mm -hmm. So your children kind of get some of that stuff, mm -hmm. right? And so in order for in order for us as mothers to do the good work mm -hmm. and the good deeds that you're talking about, the experiences that you've had from your mother and I've had from mine, mm -hmm. we have to be in prayer. Cause you gotta imagine that as a child, when you're saying, I can't, I can't, I can't. Yeah. There was probably a voice in your mother's head that was telling her the same thing. Yeah. But she had to have the strength to give this young, impressionable child courage to do something that yeah. she may not have had the courage to do on mm -hmm. her own. So when we're talking about motherhood and I think that I just pray for all of the mothers that they raise their children and love themselves yeah. with God in the picture, right? Yeah. Knowing that we're going to make mistakes, but as long as God is involved in it, we know that it's going to come out because we're not always the best, right? No, we don't no. show up as the best ones no, that we want no. to, right? I mean, so. and, and amen to that. And that's the thing too. And to all the mothers listening, just know that, I mean, KB nailed it. We're all broken in some piece. Yeah. There's this broken piece of us. So as you work on yourself, being the best version of yourself, it puts you in a better position to be the best mother figure in the lives of the That's people, right. of the children in your yeah. life, whether they're your biological children, familial children, community children, whatever yeah. that looks like. Mm -hmm. But I think it's just one of the most influential roles as, as human beings that we carry. Yeah. No disrespect to the dads. It's just some about, it's some about mama. Yeah. We yeah. definitely need them. And that'll be another conversation. <laughs> I, like um, I think another part of it, when I think about motherhood too, is not a lot of people know this, but I was pregnant and I miscarried. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yep. I had a miscarriage. And years ago, my husband, and my ex-husband and I, um, my husband, as I cutely coined him. I love that. Shout out <laughs> to the husband, you know. Um, but yeah, we were pregnant and um, I had a miscarriage and it was just like, whoa because i never really to be honest i never really wanted kids or thought about kids but my husband did okay and so it was just like yeah this is my ride or die this is my guy mm -hmm. all right we can do this thing called life you know teenagers together it's okay so i got pregnant one time and i had a miscarriage and so it was a little devastating i bounced back but i just thought you know what well i trust god's plan and that it just wasn't meant to be mm -hmm. but there's there was still this mothering nature there's still this mothering nature inside of me so although i didn't get to express it with the child that i lost mm -hmm. i get to share it with the, the the kids in my life now you know so it goes back right mm -hmm. that's 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 good right it goes mm -hmm. back to what we're talking about today and that is bigger than you mm -hmm. right and, and so you know we we started talking a little bit about the relationships and the hurt and the pain that we experience but i also believe that some of the experiences that we have both positive and negative um are more a part of god's plan mm -hmm. right and so sometimes yeah. 
<clears throat> in order for us to be able to fulfill our purpose, um, we have to experience pain, mm-hmm. right? And so maybe that what it wasn't in God's plan, but that desire mm-hmm. was placed in you so that you could be the mother figure that you are mm-hmm. right now and being a blessing. Oh, uh, yeah, being a blessing to some wonderful folks, right? And yeah. You, you know, I think about when you were telling me about the young lady in the car, you know, I was just sitting here smiling and, you know, just thanking God because in, our, in the parts of our relationship, different conversations that we have had on numerous occasions when we're just talking about how our day has gone, mm-hmm. I can't even think back about the number of people uh, that you've told me that you've talked to mm-hmm. who have been going through divorce. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. even with me and my mm-hmm. separation, you know, mm-hmm. you have been there uh, to help me and guide me every time I let you in, right, yeah. to do this. And yeah. so, you know, we'll never know never know absolutely god doesn't send us his plan in the envelope so that we know what we're going to go through and why yeah but when we think about the bigger picture is it possible that your divorce Mm -hmm. was because you were supposed to be able to help so many women through theirs yeah we'll never know we'll never know yeah this is when and this is why right you know michelle told you guys that when we get together it's always a praise party Mm -hmm. i I can't i don't know any other way around (laughs) it but when you so just go on and praise yeah just get it but when you're centered in faith, mm-hmm. you know that the things that are happening to you and around you all work for his good. All work for, yeah. So there has to be something yeah. in this. Mm-hmm. I'm going through these things for a reason. For a it's reason. either sharpening myself for the next season. Mm-hmm. It is an experience that I am supposed to give a testimony and help others through all of these different reasons. And so to be able to push past that you have to know that the bigger picture is God yeah it's his plan and his faith and that's the only way mm-hmm. that you can really get through this kind of stuff because otherwise you're just bitter and mad at everybody right, right. And, why me and it's and it's funny because I met a guy who met a guy at a gas station just random and we got to talking a little bit about me and as soon as I said I was divorced he said oh so you wanted them you bitter I said, no, not at all. In fact, my husband and I are great. We have a great relationship. Then it flipped from you bitter to, oh, so you're still stuck on your ex. Boy, bye, right? Only one or the other, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. No, it couldn't be just two human beings decided, you yeah. know what? This this wasn't this our our season is over, but we still love each other and wish each other the best. I was either bitter. Or still rocking with the was, right. boy. Bye. I'm Needless to say, that. yeah, bye. Real quick, <laughs> but it is true. Like you're right. A lot of these things we just don't know. And again, it just goes back to what we're talking about. Everything when you reflect is so much bigger than you, mm-hmm. you know. And so the conversation we were just having was a great segue into my next word, um, word association, the Bible. When you hear the Bible. What's the first thing that comes to your to your mind? You know I want to make it good. So you, but, you, <laughs> but, but you said first thing. So I, okay, I'm going to cheat a little bit and I'm going to go. You're going to cheat a little yeah, bit? Okay, cheat a little okay, bit. Cheat a little bit. Two, two words, because I'm struggling. One word is truth mm-hmm. and the other is guidance. Okay. Um, I think that... And everything you just said in your conversation, not to, not to interject... Mm-hmm. All is all aligned with what you just said that that word means to you. Yeah, mm-hmm. because the the word when we want to talk about guidance, 
if you're ever wondering whether you want to turn left or right, mm-hmm. if you go to the word is there, mm-hmm. right? Um, I think that everything that's there's there's something for everything mm-hmm. it's the one book because we can go to all of these self-help books there's mm-hmm. one that, there's <laughs> one to help you get off drugs there's uh-huh. one to help you find a man get a job do all of these things but there's one book yeah that i know you we're all through see, with it all right we're gonna shout now, right? <laughs> but there's one book that i know where it's all in there and, yeah. and when i think about this even when i don't know exactly what i'm searching for mm-hmm that book is still the truth. Recently, and I, I shared this with you, mm-hmm. recently um, there was um, an opportunity for me to move into another position. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's no secret when mm-hmm. you're a, a newly single woman kind of mm-hmm. dealing with some things, you get a lot of this, um, I don't wanna say anxiety, but you kind of wonder how everything, you know, you get work your out. spreadsheets out and you start <laughs> planning all of these things. Yeah, and so, yeah. I know that it would make me feel a lot more comfortable, mm-hmm. right? Um, if I had a lot more zeros in my bank account. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't we all? Wouldn't we? Right. Okay. Right. <laughs> so, so this is the thing when, and this position comes about is mm-hmm. that uh, someone offered me a position, kind of talking to me about it, that would have added a lot of zeros, mm-hmm. but my spirit was just tossing and turning about it. I talked to you about it. I mm-hmm. talked to my mother. Mm-hmm. I talked to my daughter and you know, having conversation with with all of the God-fearing women in my life uh, to get some advice on it and uh, all good word, mm-hmm. but still my spirit had not calmed down. Yeah. Got up maybe about two or three o'clock in the morning and, and just, Lord, what should I do? And is this of you? And just couldn't sleep. And I opened up the Bible mm-hmm. and I said, God, show me, mm-hmm. tell me. And I didn't, at this moment, I didn't even have to read a specific word. Mm -hmm. It just came from him. Mm -hmm. And he said, I already have. I had gotten good counsel Mm -hmm. from women that I know, Mm -hmm. know the word and love me. Mm -hmm. And that message was already sent, but just opening the word Mm -hmm. brought the truth and made it more clear to me. Yeah. So there is something about that book. Something about the name of Jesus. We talk, listen, we just warned y'all, okay? We just warned everybody listening. We'll have a basic conversation. We was in the car the other day talking about traffic and we started praising. Listen. And, and here's the thing too. For anybody listening, wherever your religion may be, right? You know that there's a power and a force bigger than you. Yeah. We are big believers of God and, and women of faith. Yeah. So you're going to hear... A, you're going to hear a lot of that on this podcast. No apology. But exactly. And that's actually one of my words. Great segue. Great segue. But it was just one of those things where, because someone asked me that, is it going to be religious, et cetera? We don't talk about everything on the Wonder yeah. Women Wind Down. And so, but that, that appraise break can happen at any moment. Right. And so when I hear the word Bible, when I thought about this, because I love this word association, and I probably got this, I, you know, I love women like Oprah and and Ellen and always looking at these different innovative ways to just make human engagement more interesting. Mm Because at the end of the day, that's what it is versus somebody just sitting here looking at you. So tell me this, that, right? Right, right. right. So when I thought about the word Bible, I wrote down in my notes, the roadmap, let me look at my notes here, the roadmap to how I now lead my life. Mm. Because although quick little backstory on me. I grew up in a Baptist church. My grandmother lived in grandma's house. You was getting up going to church. I sang in the choir, the Rosebuds at Bethel Baptist Church. (laughs) (laughs) 
I had my pink and burgundy robe and I sang soprano. Sang it for the you Lord. You was going to do it. But as a kid, you just didn't want to go to church and you didn't get it. Fought it. But you knew it because you, you can't unhear what you heard, right? And forget some of the things you've learned. So I grew up in the church. As I got older, I strayed away from the church. Yeah. Full transparency here, my husband and I, we, we practiced different religions. Okay. My husband was Jehovah, he grew up Jehovah's Witness. Mm. And so, of course, I grew up in this Baptist church. We never let that um, be an issue within our marriage because, to be fair, neither of us were as active in right. practicing that religion, though we still had our beliefs. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, not only that, I also, after my divorce, got entangled in a relationship. That's another conversation, but with someone who was a non-believer. Wow. And you could not have paid me to think that I, this woman of faith right here, would get myself entangled in a friendship that developed into more with someone who at that point in their life wasn't a believer. Mm. Now, fast forward. Because life happens and will knock the wind out yourselves. Right. He's a believer now. <laughs> However, during that season, actually made me question God. Really? Yeah. So what brought you back? Um, the wind being knocked out my sails. <laughs> okay. Literally, like <laughs> it was like, hmm, here I am in this relationship that's got all of this turmoil. It started off so beautiful, almost poetic, mm-hmm. right? Almost like a, some stuff from a movie with this dude. Right. And then the love blinders came off and I start seeing things as though they really were, not as though I wish they were before. So then I started getting back to my roots because again, your foundation is there. Whether you practice it, studying, reading it, your foundation is there. Yeah. And so I would talk to my mom about everything. So we're um, continuing our conversation about things being bigger than you. And I think we may have gotten cut off a little bit before. So um, our apologies. But at any rate, I was sharing that, talking to my mom about this relationship and how um, the belief in God started to become a question. And then my mom said to me, like, for one, open up your Bible. When's the last time you opened your Bible? And then she said, if you can point out that this man has done more for you than God. Girl. Then let's start talking about the question of it, of the reality of God. And for me, I just start reading, getting back into the Word. And then I pray one day and I ask the Lord, and I wrote in my journal, remove anybody from my life who no longer belongs here. And he was gone within a year. You asked for it. I asked for it. And so so when I think about the Bible, and then from there, I started getting back active in church. I joined a new church. Mm -hmm. Um, I started getting active in ministry and meeting these wonderful people who love God. And it wasn't our church. Shout out to Triumph Church. I'm probably showing some love to my church. It's not a church of perfect people. Mm -hmm. We're perfectly imperfect. We're all sinners. And that's what I love about the church, that you are welcome as you are. As you are. But I'm, I'm better and glad that I'm not the same girl that went. But thanking God that I'm still working on developing myself to become this woman that I know he has yet for me to become. So when I hear Bible, that's what comes to, to mind I love for me. it. That's good. So, um, again, back to tying it all in, it's bigger than us. One thing that the Bible has 
probably one of the biggest takeaways was God's purpose for us. Mm -hmm. And even what Jesus was sent to do for the world. And it was much bigger than him. It wasn't, he didn't, he wasn't sent here for himself. Yeah. He died on a cross for us. for us. And that's like, to me, the ultimate sacrifice and story of love and how it's so much bigger than mm-hmm. us. You know, um, the community work bigger than us, mm-hmm. right? Giving back when you, you earn this money, you, you think you get, you get blessed with a great job. You earn all this money and then you only go buy fancy clothes and big houses and cars, but you ain't giving nothing. Mm-hmm. Eventually life's going to change for you because that's not what God brought us here to do. When God gives you a lot, he expects a lot. To whom much is given, much is required. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, so, so Bible is that, that was a good, good conversation on that. We got a couple more here. Okay. Um, unapologetic. When you hear the word unapologetic, what is that word? What's the first thing that comes to mind for you? Authentic. Mm. And, uh, I think that it is a, uh, a sassier way of saying that I'm just going to be me mm-hmm. and I'm good with being me. Mm-hmm. I'm not for everybody, but I'm for a lot of people. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, I think that it's, a it's a place that I'm very close to in my mm-hmm. life. Right. Mm-hmm. Not completely there yet because some opinions mm-hmm. still do matter. I mm-hmm. still kind of turn this piece around, but I think that, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I think it comes with, um, I guess they go hand in hand. I would say that it comes with a seasoning or maturity, mm-hmm. um, but I don't think that it comes with just getting older. It comes with your experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, it comes with exhaustion. Mm-hmm. Uh, it comes with being feeling disconnected from yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, to me, it's that process of getting back. You know, I think as it's probably something that's common for a lot of people, but I think um, women as uh, nurturers mm-hmm. and, and some of those kinds of things, little girls uh, are, are brought up generally to um, to be of service, mm-hmm. for lack of a better word. You hear mm-hmm. that, you know, the woman in the household, you know, mothers bring the weather. I just said that, yeah, right? Yeah. And, and there's this responsibility that, you know, we do for others, mm-hmm. make other folks happy. And so sometimes when we go through this journey, we find ourselves um, bending and molding mm-hmm. to um, either other people's expectations, expectations yeah. or what we perceive their expectations, expectations to, to be, be, right? Yes. And sometimes you can bend and mold so much that you're not even really sure what shape you are right now. Mm-hmm. So when I was at a point in my life when someone would say, who are you? And I would have to scratch my head. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, who am I talking to? Mm Because if I'm talking to you, then this is who I am. Mm -hmm. And if I'm talking to her, then this is who I am, right? And and not that it's, um, the differences are so subtle, right? So you you don't walk through life it's not about when you just feel like a complete fraud. Mm-hmm. It, that That's not it, right? Because that would mm-hmm. be very easy to, mm-hmm. to change. But mm-hmm. it is those subtle differences. Mm-hmm. And it's really just getting tired mm-hmm. of um, not feeling like you're enough mm-hmm. for that room and that moment mm-hmm. and those people. And mm-hmm. uh, I think that 
just getting tired of having those feelings has Mm -hmm. made me just decide that um, I am unapologetically, authentically me. Yeah. And those people who won't ride with me will ride with me. And those people that don't, God bless you. Yeah. I I hope you find what you're looking for, you know? So that's where I would go with that. Just being me. Yeah. Right. And loving it. Yeah. When I heard the word unapologetic, um, I absolutely, it it was a no brainer. And I just said, unapologetically me and how I'm living my life right now. I absolutely live my life unapologetically right now. I feel like I spent a lot of time as I reflect again on on past situations, apologizing for things, not saying things because I didn't want this person to, is this going to be offensive? Is this going to be, um, you know, what is this person going to think or say? Mm-hmm. And I've gotten to a point now, and it's really, really prevalent at work right now. Um, and this may be my gift and my curse. I'm just going to be honest with you that I, I, my faith is so strong and so steadfast. And, and what I know God will do for me that I can't sit and silently accept things anymore that I feel like at one point in my life I did. Yeah. So... Yeah. If, if, if it's, and not that you got to say everything that you're thinking, I'm not saying that, but if I'm going to treat myself to something, I'm going to do it. I don't care what somebody think. Why would you spend that? Why would you do that? I'm not, if I have to say something, because if we're friends, if I need to say something to you, as my mom would always tell me, it's not what you say, but how you say it. I need to be able to say it and be a real friend to you because I don't need yes people around me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I don't want people around me that's like that. Um, professionally. If I feel like something's not right, I'm going to speak on it because not everybody has a voice. Not everybody has. Let me rephrase that. Not everybody has found their Mm, voice and has started to find a way to use their voice. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when I use my voice, especially in a workplace, I find that it's not always received very well. And not because of my tone. And am I perfect? Absolutely not. Because if I get hot and fired up. I got that side of me. Yes, Absolutely. Yes, you do. Yes, However, you do. in working on just trying to articulate that, but there are times even you can articulate something in the best way. But if your audience isn't receptive or ready to hear what you have to say, it's still not very welcome. But this is who I am now. This is where I am. And I believe that I will be where I'm meant to be for as God as long God, as long as God needs me there, mm-hmm. personally and professionally. Yeah. And so when I when I hear when I see the word apologetic, I, I'm with you. I'm unapolog- unapologetically and authentically me. This is what you're going to get from me. But when you, when we read the word, we know that we are made so that no one else in this world is like us, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And if we believe, as I do, that we're sent here for a purpose, mm-hmm. then not being who we are mm-hmm. is robbing the universe of the thing that we were supposed to accomplish. We were supposed to do. Yes. You know, so yes, if we're ma'am. trying to act like, uh, you know, some other person that we admire, our mentor, or where we're emulating all of our behavior off of someone else or doing what we think would even make our mothers proud, right? Mm -hmm. If we're doing Mm -hmm. those things and not being who we are, then we're really deviating from God's plan Mm because he needs us to be who we are, who he made us to be be. so that we can accomplish these things. And we have to know that who we really are it's beautiful in all of the messy, ugly ways that yes. it is. Like yes. we are amazing, yes. each one of us. And yeah. I just think that it is a, uh, it's beautiful and it's mm-hmm. a relief. Mm-hmm. It is 
you can't imagine. Well, yeah, you can because we're talking about it, right? But the weight that is lifted off your shoulders Mm -hmm. once you accept the fact that you are hot stuff Mm -hmm. just the way you are, just the way you are. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It is. It's a a beautiful thing. And, you know, I, I had a friend in the past, a beautiful person. He didn't see himself that way. So he, you talk about making and molding yourself to almost fit, almost like a these cookie makers, yeah, right? Yeah. Molding himself to be one thing to me, one somebody else who was in the sidelines, somebody else to somebody else, so that all these different molds could come together to make one whole him. And at the end of the day, he didn't know who he was. Yeah. And it's a sad space to be. And there's a lot of people, you know, as, as you guys are listening, there's a lot of people who may be going through that. And this isn't a judgment. This is just saying at this point in our lives, we're glad to say, and I'm happy to say, I'm sure KB agrees to say, I know who I am. Mm-hmm. I yes. don't have to mold and manipulate myself to fit someone's image or their perception of me mm-hmm. or, and to get their acceptance for certain things. That is like the greatest. My eyes are closed right now, guys. Because it is such a great yeah. feeling to just be free. I'm not hiding from anybody. Mm-hmm. I don't have to, sis, remember this part because I told you this and I told this yeah. person that. Oh, my God. It yeah. is it is so freeing. Yeah. And again, it's bigger than us because if we're not living on our purpose, we're, there's some things that God needs us to do that we need to be authentically us to do. Mm-hmm. You know, and so yeah. Yeah. I think that um, a lot of these things, you know, to you guys that are listening, we again, KB and I can do this all day. We can do this thing <laughs> all day. We may carry on when we're done, but us getting together, we just wanted to talk about and just remind each and every one of you of the beautiful, flawed person that you are. Yeah. Because we are, we are all beautifully flawed. We there's a song by Stacy Barth called um, "Beautiful Flawed Creatures." I think it is. Check it out. It's a beautiful song, but it just talks about all of our imperfections and how beautiful we are in that. And then remembering that the pain that you go through, the things that you go through, it's not always about you, even if it's happening to you in that moment. You know, it's something bigger coming out of it. You may not see it, smell it, sense it right now, but it is. If you're a parent right now. Think, just start thinking a little bit more about what you're doing, what what kind of influence you're having on the little people that are looking up to you. Because again, everything you do is bigger than you. You know, if you're in your community, just start thinking about the older I've gotten, the real the more I've started to realize that I am my community. No matter where I live, mm-hmm. I'm still mm-hmm. a black girl. Yeah. yeah, I'm still a black girl rock. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm yeah. still pretty brown girl, yeah. brown skin yes, girl. Yes, you are. And so, no matter where I live, what neighborhood I live in, it is still I still have a sense of responsibility to give yeah. and to serve my community. It's bigger than us. Everything we do, whether it's the way you give money, time, you know, whether it's an uplifting word, whatever it is, just think about you and what you're doing and how much is much bigger than you. So, you know, Shell, I, uh, you know how I am. Yeah. I know you talked about it on the podcast, yeah. but I always like conversation between us and friends and things like that is mm-hmm. always good. But I always like to talk about like, for those people who don't feel as comfortable, you know, mm-hmm. I remember, um, and I'm sure you can too, you know, the places that we've come from. Mm-hmm. And and also, I don't want anybody to, to out there to think that uh, that I have it all together. 
oh, that I don't have, sure. <laughs> you know, those moments. So yes, I, I, I know who I am, but yeah. I'm ever evolving. So yeah. I still continue to have doubts and you don't have to go back to that word and figure some things out. But I yeah. was thinking about like, if you're in the belly of the beast right now, mm -hmm. right? If I am thinking and I'm in this moment where I'm thinking, woe is me, mm -hmm. you know, you're feeling like uh, the black sheep of everything and everybody is doing things to me like how do you how do you get out of that mm -hmm. right and so mm -hmm. one of the things as we were sitting here talking that I think you know might be helpful to share I was uh, having a conversation with we were having a little woman's group at work where mm -hmm. we were actually talking about some professional things women mm -hmm. in the professional world mm -hmm. and I forget how we even got on this conversation but we were talking about emotions mm -hmm. and dealing you know with our emotions and there was uh, one of my peers shared something that may be helpful it's been helpful to mm -hmm. me she started talking about using imagery when you're feeling awful, when uh, you're sad, you're mm -hmm. depressed, you feel like you have been wronged. A lot of what we do as women or as people is that we um, grab onto these emotions mm -hmm. and bring them into our spirit and carry them around. And uh, I have a habit also of ignoring and blocking out. I'm real good mm -hmm. at saying I don't feel nothing. I don't mm -hmm. hurt. No, you can't do this to me. But mm -hmm. it also robs me of feeling joy because mm -hmm. you cannot selectively turn off your emotions. No, They're either yeah. on or off, right? Yeah, so when you yeah. think you're being hard out there, you're also missing out on some of those really, really happy moments, yeah. right? And, and the breakthroughs yes. coming through by by embracing those emotions because you can't heal what you don't yes. reveal. Yes. So breaking through, you miss the opportunity to break through it too. Yeah. But go ahead. You got it. So the way that she described this in saying that we have to honor our emotions, honor the fact that you're sad, honor the fact that you're angry, honor the fact that you felt like someone has done you wrong, but you don't have to pick it up. Mm -hmm. And when she gave this visual, what really helped me is she said that clouds pass over us every day. Mm -hmm. We know that they exist. Sometimes they're rain clouds, more beautiful clouds, and they can exist up there. We know where they are. We know what they're doing, but we don't reach down out of the sky and grab them. Mm -hmm. We keep moving throughout the day. And the way that she talked about it is that when people have problems with you, when people have done things wrong to you, you don't have to hold whatever it was that that thing that is did. inside of you, mm -hmm. that they did. You have a choice. Mm -hmm. That was their action and their choice. Mm -hmm. And now you have a choice to whether or not you're going to internalize that pain and pack it up into a drawer mm -hmm. of yours and keep it forever. And some of us have a drawer full of stuff mm -hmm. that people have done to us for a very long time and we need to start letting some of that stuff out the drawer. Yeah. Everything that happens to you sometimes is bigger than you and you don't even have to pick it up. So sometimes when it's, what do people think about me or what have people done to me? Mm -hmm. It's none of my business. It doesn't have to mean anything mm -hmm. unless you assign a value and power to it. So I just encourage people to decide, you know, when negative, hurtful things that you know aren't true because your father has told you who you are, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. come into your spirit you got to block that energy out. The yeah. devil is a lie and whoever it is who did that offense to you is a lie too. You don't have to spend the day or the week doubting yourself, mm -hmm. feeling like you're less than, oh, woe is me. You should put a smile on your face. You don't have to inhale it. And so that is my encouragement. I try to remember on a day-to-day -day basis that it is my choice mm -hmm. what I inhale mm -hmm. every single day. Yeah. And I think that that has what has 
help me because mm-hmm. I don't have time for the negativity. If yeah. you have a negative opinion of me, great. Keep it to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even need it, right? Because yeah. it's all positivity and I'm just trying to keep it moving. So I don't yeah. know. That might be helpful. No, it I, might not. I think, I think that was great. And I mean, you're right because you do have, we do have a tendency to hold on and not intentionally. Yeah, right. It's, it's subconsciously. Mm-hmm. And then it comes out in new relationships. Sometimes it comes out, you take it out on the people that are closest to you. But it was very profound that you said you miss out on the opportunity of joy when you don't. Like you gotta hurt, if you're going through something, if you feel like crying, cry. You need to scream, scream. Ugly cry face, cry. Like you need to go outside and kick something, don't break nothing, you know what I mean? Do what you need to do to unpack it. Like the imagery of opening up a drawer taking all that stuff out and mm-hmm. throwing that throwing that trash yeah. away yeah. is so refreshing. And, and, and that is one of the reasons why I can sit here with a beautiful woman like you and all the Thanks, beautiful sis. wonder women in my life that we can sit and have these kind of conversations because I don't have a drawer. I got stuff like everybody else, but I'm happy to say I don't have a drawer full right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm also happy to say that they're not weighing me, whatever it is, is not weighing me down to the point that I'm missing out on some joyful things. I do so many things by myself mm-hmm. to find joy. Cause sometimes you just gotta go within. Yeah. I go for rides through the park like I did today, have my favorite music on. Yeah. And I just, you have to do for you what makes you feel good. And just know that if someone did hurt you, someone did something against you, KB just said it all. You don't have to own it. You don't have to own it. You don't have to pack it away. You have a choice to say, you know what? This ain't about me. I'm going to go ahead and keep it moving for my own sanity. It's just like forgiveness. Yeah. Because you don't forgive for the other person. Forgive for you forgive for yourself. That's right. So, sis, thank you so much for winding down yeah. with me today. Guys, we apologize. I think we had a little small technical issue. So, bear with us. The Wonder Woman Wind Down is still a work in progress. I'm having fun with this thing. It's seriously. It's and amazing. I just, I have so many wonderful women in my life. I can't wait to have more of you. Um, but I'm, I'm so happy that my sister came and spent some time with me today. And, um, you know, again... Ladies, feel free to hit me up on Instagram, Wonder Women Wind Down Podcast. Um, I'm on Anchor, Spotify. Just type Wonder Women Wind Down in your in your podcast. All my information shows up there. You can also leave me a voicemail. Um, just hit me up. Thanks again for listening. And we look forward to winding down with you all in the future. Thanks again, KB. Thank you. Thanks again, ladies, for tuning in to the Wonder Women Wind Down. It has been such a pleasure having some grown woman talk with one of my nearest and dearest friends. We talked about a lot of things during this podcast, but the biggest thing that we want each and every one of you to walk away with is knowing is that you are part of something way bigger and that while life happens and things happen to us, and yeah, they may hurt us, Just remembering that not everything that happens to us is really all about us. And you know what? Even if at some point it is about us in that moment, it doesn't have to be carried with us. We don't have to carry those things. We don't have to be bitter about those things. We just have to take something away from everything, knowing 
that we are part of something way bigger. I pray that you all continue to live, laugh, love, and lift, and that you'll enjoy this beautiful song that I'm going to play next by Beyonce, and it's called Bigger. I love this song. I think it really ties together the message that we've tried to convey today, and it just really, really, again, reminds us that we are all part of something way bigger. God bless.
makeup because you're part of something way bigger. You're part of something way bigger. I'll be the roof, you'll be the tree. Pass on the fruit that was given to me. Legacy. Ah, uh, we're part of something way bigger.